Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. And with me, Tom Fitzmorris. That's the food show. And with us, it's uh, Mary Ann. Hey there. And there she is. She picks up her microphone as if to give a toast to me or for me to give a toast to her or... We'll go back and to toast some bread it. or something like, like that. Or oh, just to speak you know what? Uh, when I got here today, you had a, p- a pizza bo- a box sitting out on the, uh, yeah. on, mm-hmm. on the um, counter in there. I was on the West Bank today. On the West Bank. And I stopped in at Moe's Pizza. Moe's. When we first started doing this program back 30-something years ago, for some reason, we were continuously talking about Moe's Pizza. Does anybody and, know how old Moe's is? Well, it's at least 30. But, uh, is that right? It's been around a long time. I remember when we first started, no, no kidding, that's my connection, is that everybody was talking about that. They were also talking about R&O's uh, in, uh, in well, Bucktown. Well, you know what? That's kind of like the same kind of people because it's the same kind of place. It's really interesting that you say that because if there's one thing you can say about Moe's, mm-hmm. it's that it is very Nolens. It is that. And, and, and coming um, from West Wego, how could it not be? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I am really interested in having a little of this pizza, uh, maybe when we get off the show, because it's it looks... Um, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Is it good? I think it's good. Do you? Well, what? I I I went over there because mm-hmm. someone um, said that Moe's has the best lasagna in town. Yeah, it's not just a pizza place. It's they've also done just regular Italian food to a great extent. Yeah, and they have a they have a pretty extensive menu actually. Kind of a a New York kind of spin to it's, it. It's yeah, it's definitely a New York pizza. But but the lasagna they said was the best in town. So mm. I had a couple of bites of the lasagna, and I thought it was good. <clears throat> But it's then you went a, to G. Orlando's and no, found... No, it's got a, it's no, got a, um, it's got a little sweet flavor to it. It's that sweet red sauce, mm-hmm. which I don't like. No? I, I'd much prefer a red sauce that is sweet only by the onions. And frankly, I like peppers, too, in the sauce. So... If it's naturally sweetened by the ingredients in the sauce, that's one thing. But to actually add sugar, 
I don't I don't like that I, taste. I don't think too many people actually do that, but it does show up if you add enough of certain things. I think a lot of things. old Sicilians do. Yeah, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, they And that's have, what this is. I would say that's what this is. They have a way of building it into the sauce. Yeah, they just add it to the sauce. But I, well, I that's don't, the, I don't that's really, what I said. I don't really but, care for yeah. that sweet flavor in it. You know, it's it's not yeah. it's not my thing, but they had strombolis there. That's an interesting ingredient. I've only seen it up in the Northeast. Whenever I've been out that way, uh, they have that. It's uh, a stromboli, is a volcano out in the ocean uh, in the Mediterranean, and uh, you can take your cruise ship uh, within a degree that you can actually feel the little tiny pieces of charcoal coming out of the air. This is where the... What? I'm not kidding. What? The, there is, uh, there are these flowers. I, these, I know these, it. I've been there. I've seen it. And they, they come out and they smoke and they, they sometimes it's land a on this. It's a volcano. But I didn't, I didn't catch called, any pieces of charcoal. And I guarantee, Tom, that I stood on that deck and watched Stromboli a lot more than you did. Uh, I don't know, because I knew about it before I'd ever run into it. Tom was probably taking I, a nap. I was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, th- it's definitely there. And if you go out on the ocean between Palermo and uh, uh, the uh, very what's the, the two sirens, Scylla and Charybdis. Scylla and Charybdis, very good. You didn't even take a Greek, did you? Or did you? Oh well, I guess we need not. a webcam for she the look that giving I'm giving me. Tom oh right brother, now. it's a it's. Uh, <laughs> I can feel pieces of sh- of flesh the look's falling translated off. translated says, "What do you think I am, a dummy?" This yeah. is the food show, and uh, what are we what are we talking about today? We're not talking about oh, you anything know what? We as usual. Get, we have sort of this loose food theme, but we wound up not talking about anything. We this, would love some calls though, if you this, would like to. I like to keep urging you know what it is tom i heard a little bit of your show with Allie. yeah and and Allie was so solicitous she would say alan please call or steven or steve or Mm -hmm. gregory and she would be so charming and solicitous that they all just had to call i'm not like that Let's Call if you want to. Two six zero six three six eight. Otherwise, I can talk from now to the cows come home. Well, you know, here I, it, I'm just going through my brain and thinking of all of the things that we haven't talked about in a while, but that are eminently uh, talkable. Talkable, right? So here's the first one off of my. Well, uh, well I was going to go back to some stuff that you had in your almanac, which is good because it's pertinent to today. Okay, you can do that, but I was going to go with go red be- red beans for the first few seconds anyway. Right. Today's Monday, and it's red beans day. It is. That's right. All right, I'll let you have that. Well, by one. the way, guess guess <laughs> uh, what happened over the weekend that just ended? What happened over the weekend that just ended? Um. Uh, oh, I can't tell you. No? I, I, yeah, I can't tell you what it is. It's 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 something I can't tell you. <laughs> I, I, that's all I can okay, say about Okay, well, then why did you mention it? I, I, well, I was looking for other things to get our oh, conversation okay. going. So, uh, Just like well, yeah, always. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what happened over the weekend <laughs> that you can't tell us. Mm. Oh, I know what it is. It was my yeah. birthday and you forgot it again. Oh, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> 
Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not the seventh. I've forgotten is it? so many of my birthdays. I'm trying to figure out why he was upset about this one. I, the, can't, I still can't figure it out. Was it the ninth or the seventh? He forgot my 50th for crying out loud. So, so this one shouldn't have upset you at all. Anyway, um, I don't know what else you could be talking about that happened over the weekend, other than the Saints' loss. But anyway, um, the in your almanac you have that the um, the comic strip that what was that? It wasn't the olive oil and. Um, and Popeye the Sailor Man. What 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 did that comic strip? What was that comic strip? Popeye. Oh, <laughs> okay. If there's one thing I know, my comic strips. Uh, the man it. who is probably more responsible for the vast amount of spinach eaten in America. Was no question about born it. Born today. Yep. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Uh, in fact, if you go to uh, let's see, it, it there's a town in south southern Texas. Uh, it's coming to the name of it's coming to me, but it's not there yet. And uh, there is a statue right in the middle of town of Popeye, because they so are they're so grateful. The people who live in this town are so grateful to all of the uh, spinach sales that uh, they've Popeye generated. Popeye. Where gener- was that? It, it's in Texas. It's where they grow a lot of spinach. They grow vast amounts of spinach. Really, I didn't I've, know I've that. I've been there. It's in Texas. It's it's an eagle, some something eagle. In Texas. Somebody will know the answer to this. You know, it's down in southernmost Texas, and it's you know how. Well, that's kind of interesting because and, that doesn't seem like a kind of a well. A it has fertile place. It has endless fields of spinach. Of spinach. Yeah, and and somebody must know the answer to this. Uh, if you know, huh? If there is any, it could be. No, it's Crystal City. That is the that's correct. If it, you had a prize, I'd give it to you. Yeah. Um, if you were to the go Oracle there, Oracle speaks again. On and on and on to the to the horizon, and they they are in love with with Popeye. Hmm. And this isn't the Popeye with the. Um, well, maybe it is. I don't know what the what who owns what in in terms of that, but the. Um, they, so, Tom, you yeah. did a lot of spinach eating when you were a kid. Yeah, I, ne- I thought something would have to help my puniness. Yeah. Did uh-huh. it? No. <laughs> no, but I think... Uh, I already knew the answer to that, but I was just going to let him say it. Go ahead, what? No, I've, I've had people walk up to me and tell me, you know, there's this cumulative... You know, what was, the, what was... There was one guy who had a really strange word, and he says, but you know, it's the charming thing about you. Oh, that you're a wimp? That I'm puny. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Wait, some kid the, in school actually said that to you? No, I don't believe and it. And then, you know, as soon as that happened. Because, first of all, a kid would not use the word charming. I, uh, I, it was kind of getting to me, so I pulled out my Jesuit high school. Um, uh, oh, okay, so maybe this was high school. High school, yeah, it was high school. Oh, okay, I see. And I, uh, and I opened it up, and, and there it was. Tom has the saddest stories <laughs> and, and and there I was, and I thought I'm not a puny. And uh-huh. then I looked at my picture in the uh, in the Jesuit. Uh, yeah. Um, Your book. And, and, and what did you d- conclude? I mean, I'm a wimpy. That uh, you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, but it. Well, glad we got that straight. Yeah. 
so uh, let's see. What else do we need to, to ask people about? Two six zero six three six eight. So that was uh, the, the that's two the, things. Uh, comic strip. Uh, the person who drew the comic strip that inspired everyone to mm-hmm. eat spinach is yeah. named um, El Crystal L.V. Seeger. L.V. Seeger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, that's his name. L.Z. in 1894. Mm-hmm. And he began to, uh, he began the newspaper comic strip called Thimble Theater in 1919. Mm-hmm. So far, so good, yeah. The two main characters were hapless adventurers Castor Oil That's right. and Ham Gravy. Ham Gravy. In 1929, a new character named Popeye appeared and soon took over the strip. He was a sailor with unaccountable strength, which he attributed to his lavish eating of spinach. That fantasy inspired kids all over the land myself included, meaning Tom is writing this, to eat as much spinach as possible. Mm-hmm. I well, was not a puny kid, I so think, I didn't. I, I, I don't do think, that. is there a, a bad side of spinach? I don't think there is. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, maybe there is one that I've never been aware of, but but uh, anyhow, so you, you have spinach there always waiting for you and ready to do good things for your diet. So is that true or not true? Well, absolutely that's true, but I would say that <clears throat> the the consumption of spinach modern day has much less to do with that cartoon strip and much more to do with it being on the lists of everything from cortisol reducers to... Uh, Skin fill in the blank for it's just great for your health. So you know, not not your strength so much, but your general overall health. Mm-hmm. Well, that all sounds like it's the kind of thing that spinach would take care of you. So you go and eat oysters, Rockefeller, right? Let's catch mm-hmm. him with a few. Uh, there you go. A few things here. What's what is the problem or with oysters? Or spinach artichoke dip. O- o- oysters. Huh? Wait a How minute. How about this, Tom? What? How about spinach and artichoke dip? Oh, well. With fried Every. oysters over it, yeah. like Pete served you at the lake house two weeks ago. Yeah, they just, just load them up. Yeah, the pipeline is alive and well. Mm-hmm. And I want one to. I want one of the spigots to you, be you, right you here at the right house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did buy, you know what, I was at Aquista Paces over the weekend looking for um, Ronald Reginald Vanilla. Yeah. Whenever I am charged with an unusual item, mm-hmm. not likely to be found at Rouse's or a regular store, mm-hmm. I go to Aquista Pace, and it's almost a given that there will be at least one of said item on the shelf. Well, uh, we uh, know very well the guy who owns that. Yeah, he's. It's a really good place. Anyway, so. And he uh, and the original recipe came from Warren LaRouf. Now you just don't get better than that. Well, I was heading off in a different direction with this. Oh well, head on. Since my yeah. story, I'm going back to it. So yeah, yeah, I did do. notice in mm-hmm. looking for the Ronald Reginald. Yeah. That they had artichoke hearts. For a dollar ninety nine a can, and mm-hmm. I usually keep a stash of those because I make more than my share of spin dip. But I bought a whole bunch of cans at that price because they were Roland, which is fine. That's a good product, and uh, I will be making some spin dip for the Christmas holidays mm-hmm. for sure. Because doesn't everyone need to eat more spin dip, Tom? I don't see why they shouldn't. 
260-263-6368 is the number you're listening to The Food Show. And we'll be back. This is WWL 105.3 FM HD2. It's The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Our program is unique currently uh, and throughout the uh, the, the Americas, uh, South uh, North America and uh, halfway. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. 260-6368 yeah. is the number. I do love the... Um, the quote that we you have a have bunch of them here. today. Uh, uh, we have a I make a list every day of of terms that make a reference to to food and to drink and things like that. So, but today we got a bunch of them and they're all pretty funny too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we get off to uh, the start, um, music to drink by is the name of the department. Moonlight cocktail. You've probably heard that song. No, I mean I may have, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it. Anyway, I that's a. Know it. Moonlight Cocktail. Anyway, it was a major hit for the Glenn Miller Orchestra, and you don't get a whole lot better than in terms of of big time old jazz albums of uh, of these guys with their big orchestras. Anyway, uh, Bob Eberly, who was their singer, and uh, the Modern Airs, who was the backup group, and they would sing. Anyway, this was quite an outfit, and they recorded today in 1941. A moonlight cocktail. I love the other quote that you have down here. Yeah, um, they get better hmm, as we go. The James Thurber one. The, j- <laughs> the most dangerous food is wedding cake. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That was uh, was that James Thurber? Yeah, he was funny. I remember when I was in high school, I would read his books because he was just hilariously funny at the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. I think he's gone now. I'm pretty sure. He was sure born in 1894. Yes, I would say that's a very good possibility. But we have that some, he's some long gone. other ones. I mean, these are just references to food. Okay. Uh, Looks can be deceiving. It's eating that's believing. It's that's eating. James Thurber oh. again. Oh, there he is again. Yeah. Uh, actor Lee J. Cobb was born today in 1911. He played tough guys who would probably be never caught eating a Cobb salad instead of a steak. Now, I have a wonderful discovery that I have made. Oh, what is it? You can eat a steak on a Cobb salad. Mm-hmm. When Keith Young changed his menu a couple of months ago, he yeah. put a Cobb salad on the menu. It's much more salad-oriented. That's, that's incorrect to say. It is. There are more salads on this menu that is much larger than it was, and it was, it's a lunch menu. Mm. Oh, we usually go for lunch. But anyway, uh, there was a Cobb salad. There is a Cobb salad. It's a really good Cobb salad. But you can get chicken or steak on the salad. Yeah. And they and layer it out. Beef tips. Yeah. So I've had beef tips on the salad. And uh, you can get a Cobb salad and a steak, as it turns out. So uh, Lee J. Cobb <laughs> I don't know why you would want eaten. to. It was delicious, that's why, because everything they do over there is delicious. And the steak was very tender, and it was little chunks of steak, and it was just really a great Cobb salad, actually. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that, so well, go ahead. Well, here are some of the things that in the classic out, uh, outlay of a Cobb salad, uh, the things you have. You have uh, uh, um, the, the, dress, the, the, the uh, lettuce variety is... It's the kind that they're always taking back. Iceberg? To, uh, no, no, it's romaine? not. Ice, romaine. 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 Mm-hmm. It's romaine salad. It, there's blue cheese in there. Mm-hmm. There's avocados in mm-hmm. there. 
There are crumbled bacon. Crumbled bacon, and we're getting close to the end here. Hard boiled egg. Boil hard, hard boiled egg. egg exactly. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. And usually a grilled chicken. Grilled chicken, if you want, and not, but not if you don't. You don't have to have it. And what they I've do is I've never seen a cob that didn't have chicken on it. Uh, pro- it probably is true, but it's it's one of those things where you can go this way or that way, so it's no big deal. But uh, it's a great salad, and the uh, the place you will find the greatest number of them, and probably done the best varieties, uh, would be in. Chicago. I'm sorry, sorry, not in Chicago. In uh, Los Angeles, you see it everywhere you go in Los Angeles. Mm. So, uh, in fact, that's where it got its name, Bob Cobb. Yes. I'm not kidding. That was and his the brown name. Brown Derby. He had he had the Brown Derby, right? Yes. Anyway, yeah. uh, I do love Cobb salads. I get them wherever I go, um, unless I want something else. But, but go I to, mean, a Cobb salad is always a great thing. I think. Yeah. To get. Go to L.A. And ask for a Cobb salad, and you will get one, and it'll be good. I and mean, this you is can something most people. You get Cobb salad all kinds of places. Everywhere you go, there's a there. good Cobb salad at um, uh, Blue Crab. There's also a good one there. Uh, the, the Windsor Court too. Yeah. The yesterday, Windsor- you know what I had at a party yesterday? There was a um, a smoked salmon. Yeah. Platter. Yeah. I had I had that yesterday so far. With all of the smoked salmon uh-huh. accoutrement yeah. that you usually see with cold smoked salmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was hot smoked salmon, which yeah. I eat, versus two, cold smoked, which totally I Two totally different they things. They are. I don't yeah. eat the cold. I do eat the hot. And it, it came from Robert's. Mm-hmm. I think Robert's does a good job with smoking salmon. Most people would say this is too well done, but I like it because I like things well done. But anyway, it had a, it was a platter. It had the capers, the purple onion, the uh, egg that was, it was so finely chopped. It was almost like minced. Um, I'm trying to think what else was on there. What else comes like well, that? Well, here's part here, of that deal. Here's one, a couple of things that are in there that you might not think about. If, if you're, uh, if you're doing um, salmon, cooked salmon as opposed to raw uh you uh, you really have to be very uh, gentle with that and it because it does cook all the way through it gets very soft it pulls apart whereas if you get it the 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 uh, cold smoking way cold smoking what is what is the difference well here's what you get uh, cold smoked uh salmon uh first of all it is smoked which mm-hmm. means that it's going to be tightened up a little bit it will also be cured, and there'll be some more seasonings than you're used to getting, and all of this will take place over sometimes for you know hours and hours on end. I've heard of it going on for a whole day, uh, but it goes very slowly, and then it's served cold, whereas the other one is served warm. Okay, so is there any heat that's I guess the answer is no if it's called cold smoked salmon. So yeah, that would be a clue. What it is, is, yeah. Uh-huh. What, yeah, what essentially <laughs> it is is it's just cured. It's cured like a – it's not like a ceviche because there's no vinegar any marinade in it. Why – what makes it – what what makes it well, cooked it's, or it, sort it, of it's, cooked? Well, it's the, the curing and the smoking. 
That's it. And you know, you know where, well, where smoking we... implies heat, Tom. So where where does the smoking come from if it's not heat? Well, what you do is you get your fourth, uh, your your uh, green, uh, big green uh, egg, big green egg, and you get a fire going in there where the temperature inside the the, the grill is only about. 100 degrees. Okay, so so there is some fire. Oh, yeah. There is some no, fire, no but it's not, it's not a lot. Well, it's like off in the distance. I'll tell you who to check with this. Our friends, the B.O.s, because they buy these, you know, like a whole side of these things when they have people over. And is the, it cold smoked? Yeah. It's cold smoke. Cold smoke. Yeah. Okay. Well, they probably get it from a Quista Pace. But, you, oh, um, I'm sure you could. I'd but, be astonished. But uh, Robert's does a hot smoked salmon. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess maybe they do a cold one too, but that's the only one I've ever had from there. And I, I really do like it when it's when it's hot smoked. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we're doing our usual, just chatting about Goofing nothing off, much at you all. Know, just right. you know, well, I don't know. You know, there are, there are a lot of people. I remember, I remember my first exposure to smoked salmon came when I uh, started going to the Windsor Court. Oh, oh excuse me, not them. Uh, the uh, uh, Louis the Sixteenth restaurant in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. They had all that classic stuff. And Antoine's, believe it or not, they served it for a long time. And they, But they would bring in special varieties of smoked salmon to serve there. But it was not uh, – it was always on there, there uh, at least always in all the years that I've been going there at Antoine's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got out of vogue. And uh, you don't see it very often anymore. What, cold smoked salmon? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I see it all over the place. Well, you, compared with a, a whole lot of other fish, let's just say that. Hmm. But it's uh, it's it is uh, a classic thing, if you ask me. I love yeah. it. Well, I like it, but I like it. Like I said, I like it to be. I like to know that my fish is cooked. Anyway, two six zero six. My fish has been cooked more than a few times. Six eight <laughs> is the number. You know, I was looking at. Um, I, I, you know what, what I did over the weekend, mm-hmm. I experienced the pleasures of retail therapy for the first time probably ever. Retail therapy? Retail therapy, yes. What is that? It's when you go shopping a lot. Oh, <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't, I don't shop. I've never been a shopper, but you know, I had this. I got this catalog. This is the power of catalogs. I got this catalog in the mail about a week ago, and it was from Crate and Barrel, and I love Crate and Barrel. And I love to look at Crate and Barrel because I love the interiors and the home settings that are backdrops for their wares. And I usually like to look at that more than I do what's being sold. Mm-hmm. Because Crane Barrel has sort of a look, just like William Sonoma has a look, and it's not it's not unique in any way. Uh, but I, I still do like their stuff. So I made the mistake of looking at this Crate and Barrel catalog, and then I wound up seeing some things I needed to get for the boys, so I got that. And then I flipped the page, and I saw something that Jude's been wanting forever and ever, so I got that. Then I got Jude is our Mary son. Too. <laughs> and then I decided, wow, this is a lot of fun. I'm going to go out and actually shop in a store over the weekend. And mm. that's what I did. But you know what I found out? I, I would go and see, and this might be the Williams-Sonoma catalog, but I love I love holiday-themed 
every day. China, well, yeah, China mm-hmm. and stuff. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll talk some more about that. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Here's what we have on the table today. Uh, the first on the list is nothing, nothing, and nothing, and then fo- followed by Felix, uh, which is where you go to get the, New the Orleans first hamburger and seafood. Well, I was I was getting to that, uh, and then because uh, it was all in alphabetical order. But then we also were talking about uh, smoked salmon and getting into that a little bit. And I would uh, recommend if you want to see what smoked salmon can be if it is uh, warmed up a little bit. Uh, Matina Bella, which is this really great breakfast place in the middle of Mandeville, I mean um, of uh, Covington. And uh, they have a, one of their many egg dishes there. It, it uses uh, cold smoked salmon. And they put it in there uh, and with a, a very light sauce, and it's just great. It, it's very different from what you'll find anywhere else uh, under that name. Our number today is New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. 260-6368 is the number, but New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood is where you can go for. (laughs) You you caught me. uh, Anyway, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company is um, uh, all over the city of New Orleans. We have 10 locations. And uh, the best news about this place in recent times is that they now have grilled oysters. This is becoming the greatest dish in the history of New Orleans, which is saying something. But they uh, they do have that, and they're happy to go with it any day of the week. But this is only the beginning. They have uh, the hamburgers, of course. Two things, thick and juicy, which actually opens it up for a different kind of thing. Uh, it's juicy and thick but it's also crusty on the outside, which gives us certain something that I really love. And uh, they put that out every day, and the menu goes on to include, just to give you one example that I'll bet you not enough people uh, order, and that is their barbecue shrimp. You know, you've had barbecue shrimp New Orleans style at some time or another. Well, here it is, and it's right there on the menu, among with many other things. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. The seafood part of it starts off with fresh seafood cooked cooked to a crunchiness and also a crispness and a complete absence of of browning and goldness. And uh, you you don't want any of those oil uh, overly. It's greaseless. It's greaseless is a good word for you. But the place itself is very good, and uh, their product is more than you are accustomed to getting from. Char-grilled oysters now, too. Oh, we sure do have those. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. Yeah, 105. No, we don't have one of those, do we? Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Oh, that's us, yeah. Two six zero menu. Okay, so I start to say, so I yeah. have all this retail therapy. You had red. And I. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! I, before I you, before you go on with that. Okay, you're you're going on. You're doing some shopping, some nice things, right? So yes, right um, so far. Uh-huh. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a lady who made her own wedding dress. From scratch. <laughs> and this is apropos of what, Tom? <laughs> Just wanted to flatter okay, you, anyway, my darling. So, thank you, honey. So I, uh, I would go into places, and I was looking at these catalogs, and I see these gorgeous holiday plates and 
things that are <laughs> there are things that you would use once a year, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's really been hard for me for about five years now. Why? To talk myself out of buying these plaid plates. They're china plates that are plaid for Christmas that I would use one time and or you know if, if you had two parties maybe twice a year and it's it's really are you tempted is anybody else tempted to go out and buy things that you know are stupid buy just because it's gorgeous and because it's in front of your face every year and it's just like you go into Pottery Barn or you go into Williams Sonoma and there's a plate with a reindeer on it and it's got a reindeer name and you think I've got to collect all of these for Christmas. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't but know. I, I find I, I, that I, I am highly susceptible. We have wedding to beautiful things we have wedding uh, uh even seasonal beautiful things yeah, yeah. and i just i have to sort of beat back the urge to purchase these things oh well anyway we'll never uh, get does to anyone the end else have that thought about about the holidays where you or, or maybe you do have these things it could be china it could be special linen napkins or it could be serving wear, but things that are holiday inspired. Like one of the things that I bought for the boys, and I, <laughs> I didn't realize this until Jude told me that they were actual china plates. I didn't pay much attention to this description. It was a sale, so I bought it. But there was this adorable little print on these plates for Christmas. It was like four to a set. So I thought, you know, they could eat their pancakes in the morning and the holiday time on these holiday plates. And there was this really cute little melamine oblong uh, platter that I thought, oh, you know, when they put the fruit out for breakfast, they can have that. So I, I did that. And then I just started looking at all the other china and I started thinking, well, I I want some of this too. But I don't know. Does anybody else have that? It could be also those... Those um, circular linen napkin holders or any of this stuff could be spreaders for a cheese ball that <laughs> made out of a snowman or any of the things that are holiday themed. How much of that stuff do you have and are you tempted to buy it like I am? Well, we have all our original um, getting married uh, collection. No, we've, I don't think we ever. We've never. Oh, we, actually, we do have that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we've we'll never you that, Tom. I mean, we never use it. You, we yeah. have not ever used it. We have not ever. And it's used beautiful. It. It's it is beautiful, but we have not ever used that. You are correct. And then I went out and I bought. A, does anybody remember Mervyn's when Mervyn's was around? I think it it. I don't know if they're even in business anywhere. It was a California store, and I really liked it. Uh, yeah, are your headphones it, on? It kind of like predates Belk. No, my my headphones are in a shambles, Wait, Tom. Uh, uh, I've just been and informed sticky to boot. that Why? we're running out of time for Stephen uh, and oh. or oh. Um, Gregory. Okay. 
All right. I don't know if it's Stephen or Gregory first, but mm, let's, just let's do it. Throw the dice. What we'll the recognize the voice. Hello. 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 It is Stephen. Okay. It, it right, is me. Stephen. Okay. Hello. Um, when you make your brownies and you put walnuts in them, do you roast the walnuts first in the oven before you bake them, or do you just throw them uh, raw into the batter and let it bake while they're cooking? Yeah, that's the latter. The latter. You, you, you don't pre-cook the, the I walnuts. I do roast okay. nuts, but I roast them as part of a gigantic pile of nuts and seeds. And I find that walnuts do not really um, cook all that well. I find that they come out with sort of a taste that's not as appealing as in its raw state. Do you? Yeah, uh, well, I just normally just throw them in the batter and cook them yeah, while yeah. I, but I was just wondering if I was doing it right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know if there's any right or wrong to most of this stuff. It's kind of like to your taste, I think. Yeah. Okay. Do you use a mix for brownies or do you do them from scratch? Well, lately they've been selling brownie mix for a dollar at Walmart. So, oh. but I do goose it up. You know, I I put milk or half and half in in instead of water, uh, and I may add some chocolate, and I may break up a Hershey bar and throw in chunks of Hershey bar yeah. with my brownies. Yeah, I like stuff in my uh, brownies. You know, plain yeah. brownies. And then I put maybe, then I put well, a. A fair amount of walnuts because I think walnuts are healthy for you. They are very healthy for you, yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. With pasta, vermicelli mm-hmm. pasta, which mainly comes from Italy, does that make you less bloated after you eat it? Is that... <laughs> no, it's strictly by weight. <laughs> Measure it strictly Don't you find by weight. That all pasta does that, Stephen? Okay. Well, I mean, I've heard, uh, I've heard uh, Chef Andre. Well, you know, you know what the about not being bloated after eating his pasta. The the actual translation of vermicelli is okay. little worms. Okay. Now, what does that tell you right there? It tells you that you don't want to think about what the actual meaning of vermicelli is while you're. Oh, eating the smaller it. they are, the better they are. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. And you know what, Stephen? I, I would love to see some um, I would love to see some research done on this, and I'm sure that there has been some. I just haven't read it. But I absolutely believe that the pasta in Italy does not make you as fat as here. Well, that's, now, that was my question. The lifestyle in Italy is completely different. But I think that the raw materials being used in Italy versus here is different. Okay. You know, here's okay. my theory on that. The prices in Italy are higher than the prices here. Okay, what does that mean? Well, if uh, the wholesaler had charges you $100, if you go to Italy with it, the chances are it's $125. Well, or depending of, of on course. How, how, you know, well, um, it, we take it for granted. To do, what has that got to do with the, the raw materials? In the pasta. Okay, if you uh, order X amount of pasta in Italy, it's going to cost you more than than the exact same amount in uh, American style. 
No, I don't think I don't okay, think it's a price well, thing. I think it's I think it's a raw materials thing. Like I was talking well, earlier about this guy about this guy uh, who does the Bellegarde Bakery, and his wheats are are heirloom wheat. It makes a big difference. What'd you say, Doug? Greg wants to come on, and Greg, we're running out of all right. time. Okay. Goodbye, Stephen. Did you have another thing on your list? Anything else on your list? Yeah, I, I did. Oh, go ahead. Well, Talk about red sauce sweetening. Some people put brown sugar in it. Some people put sugar. I normally just put a big squeeze of ketchup in my red sauce to make it. And it's not real sweet, it's but it's sort got of a lot just of sugar in it. Yeah, it does. It. it definitely does. You yeah. know what I did, Stephen? One time I took bell peppers and I put those in a red sauce along with the onions. And everything else that you normally put in it. And it threw off a lot of sweetness. I really, really loved that sauce. It was a really complex flavored sauce. I lately have been cooking my red sauce with celery. Yeah. When I when I do up my onions and hamburger. You can never go wrong with that. That's a really healthy ingredient. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanks for calling. Thanks. See you later. We have uh, Gregory listening. over here. Gregory, welcome. Come on in. Hello. Hello. Hello, Marianne. Hello, Hello Tom. Hey. How are you? Here I am. Happy, happy, happy. Are. Everybody's happy. Tom, um, I know I don't have much time because uh, I wouldn't have on the phone, but I did, you know, get a break here. Mm, um, sorry about that. Tom, I was checking yes? out your website. You know, I'm a devotee to nomenu.com. Thank you used you. to do a great Revion review. Is it incomplete or is it not just... Well, you know, uh, you will look, no matter how far back you go, an admission that because how many do they have this year? Is it something like 40 of them, I think? I believe uh, so, yeah. It, I, don't it, think, I don't think there's that many. Are there, Gregory? I, I haven't well, been I'm able to get a, a it reading It seems like it's, a less, it's less of a number than usual. But it's still yeah, it a big number. Less- and But if I were to go to every place in town that had Revion dinners, I would uh, really love doing that, and I would have a no, I a, think, a bowl. Uh, a, a, no, just a, uh, absolutely. Oh, I know that's true, Tom. But um, back in the past, it was it wasn't you went to everyone, but you had good feelers out, and you gave you yeah. had good pointers. Yeah, I, I mean, I I, I I get a lot of information from people who call yeah. us on the show about other stuff. Well, so yeah, I I I, uh, I, I admit <laughs> that it is not a coverage of every single one, but I think uh, most people understand that. Uh, well, I, so far, it's I, uh, it's been a little harder than usual because I've had too many balls in the air. So it's just why sure sure oh uh, no no no. But that, Gregory, um, if you look on nomenu.com, I have been doing what's called happenings, and well, right. we and have I, a special section for doing, Revion yeah. 2019. So <clears throat> it was my intention to highlight a Revion that had a unique or special menu in some way. And um, because of the layout of nomenu.com now, where there's a picture that accompanies every article, uh, I if I don't too. have I love a what picture, you've done. what? I said I love what you've done with the website since you've kind of taken over the helm there. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So Mm -hmm. I I actually have asked certain people for pictures, and I'm still waiting for them. So I put a brunch thing in there today instead. But um, we will be highlighting 
a different Revion every day, provided that I have a picture. And then if you click on Revion 2019, you can see a list of the ones that are highlighted with the little accompanying article. But I don't think okay. there are as many as there have been in the past. Do you find that no, if you no, look at the it, website? It, mm-hmm. Yes, it, it it actually has shrank. Yeah, it has. Marianne, but, it has. But, but the ones up there, they uh, I mean, the list I've seen. But I just, I guess what inspired my phone call in the first place, not just to say hello to you guys because I love you, um, it was the... Uh, it seems like this new chef at Broussard's is tearing it up, and he's doing a dish I haven't had in years. Fricassee oysters time. You remember uh-huh. this dish? Mm, I love I, I know oh. exactly what you're talking about. That's a great right. dish. And you know what he said, this new chef? You know, after the new year, from January yeah. to the end of 2020, they're going to do dishes from the 20s, the 30s, the 40s to commemorate the 100 years of Broussard's. Oh, and listen, great. I'm not getting paid for this. It's just a restaurant that I've always loved, even when the uh, – Me too. Even – yeah, oh man, it's just it's just one of my favorite spots. But yeah. their menu looked enticing. I put it on the web, and then they they just happened to be when I was getting ready to go to work. They were on Channel Four this morning doing a little cooking demo, and he did those fricasseed oysters. And I had that in years, and I'm like, oh my goodness! I think you talk about the I'm chef at Broussard's? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. But uh, it just, I think it's. I think it's fantastic that what they're going to do for the 100 years. They actually went to the New Orleans, uh, uh, the historic New Orleans collection, and found Good copies of their menus going all the way back to the 20s at Broussard. That's going to be very cool. I think it's going to be terrific. I think a lot of us locals have a lot to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just, yeah. I just had to pipe in. Love you guys. Love you. Yeah, so thanks a lot for calling. See all ya. Right. It's the food show. In fact, you know, I, I got an email from them a couple of days ago uh, that told about what they were getting uh, done. Uh, and they're, they've really done, finally, a great job of making a catalog of all of the Revion dinners that are coming this year. Having had to kind of redo my own list of those things, which I did for years, uh, it's just impossible for just one guy to do it, uh, but I try. But now the, the organization that puts on the uh, Revion, they, they do a much better job than I do because they've got all the data. Uh, but it's do not uh, go through this, uh, the, the month without enjoying the Revion. It's the best. It really is uh, tremendous. A lot of good ones. The prices are very affordable, and uh, the places are just beautiful. That's you know just always there that way. Well, I know you love Antoine's at the holidays. Oh, mm, I sure do. Antoine's uh, big I'm giant overdue. Christmas tree. I'm I'm overdue to go to. You're Antoine's. overdue to go yeah. there. You're overdue to go to the Bonton. That's one of your things too. But the weather's not cold enough for Bonton for you right now, right? Yeah, and I've kind of uh, decided that I have done it already because I've been there. Oh, really? But, yeah. Well, but, you kind of went on a bad night anyway. You went on yeah, a on a cold, nasty, yeah, yeah rainy really was night, too. didn't you? I did, yeah. So it's kind of got to be part of that for you. So okay, yeah, you've yeah. done it already then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll strike that one off our list. Well, you know, we only have about a minute left, but I think you'll approve of this. Okay. When I when I was a little kid, my mother had this wonderful uh, practice that she had of buying little toys. They were delightful, but they were nothing special. Uh-huh. And she would come home and put them in the... Uh, in the uh, uh, stocking stocking of each of her kids, which was four, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on who you counted. And uh, 
Every morning we would wake up and we've had these silly little toys in there, but we would go out of our minds with delight. These were the, the uh, what did we call them? It's so long ago. The elves? The elves. Yeah. yeah it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when we started having kids, I said, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do the special little uh, uh, royal royal little animals. Little stockings, yeah. Stockings. Mm-hmm. And we did, and the kids were wild over it. If if you have little kids, try that. You you have my uh, permission to to take the whole concept and run with it, because uh, your kids. You didn't invent elves, Tom. Oh, I know that, but I the the, the idea uh, is. But anyway. It's still going strong after so strong. low these many years. Yeah, you yes. believe me, uh, you'll Christmas be happy. Christmas is a special, wonderful time, and uh, you can still have fun even if you don't have little kids around, though. Yeah. A lot of All good right. parties to go to. A lot of nice plaid plates you could buy. <laughs> Everyone, have a good evening. Hope you find a good meal tonight. 105. We'll talk more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.